Okay, so I'm Christina, if you guys don't know. Anyways, um, so yesterday was really interesting. It turned out to be a very eventful, um, I think the last two days. Because, you know, when you take a step back and you just kind of observe, it's kind of crazy what you're able to see, right? So um, I had a client, a very a return client of mine that I've grown very attached to. Um, not only because of all the work I've done for him, but just because I love his soul. I think he's got a beautiful soul. And that's the tricky part about what I do, because usually people that come to me, if they're in need of spiritual cleanses and stuff, and I know I realize that I, nobody's perfect, you know what I mean? And spiritualists, or los que trabajan en el espiritismo, doesn't mean that you're holy, or you know what I mean, in any sense of the word. But you do have a different, um, not dimension, but you're, you're a little bit on a different vibration, so you see your perspective is totally different. You know, your brain doesn't process things the same, so you're able to offer different solutions. And you do, um, it's funny because I did a Reiki healing on Friday. I've never done one of those. Um, I don't know if it was worth what I paid, but I did feel a few different things that she, I did feel a couple things, you know. Um, but it was funny because the lady had said, she's like, all of your chakras are blocked, which was not surprising to me. She's like, the only one you have open is your connection to spirit. And immediately I was like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Because that's mine. You know what I mean? And then it hit me that that's when people, that's when there's a jealousy factor. Because people want that connection. You know what I mean? And I, that's mine. That belongs to me. Um, I didn't look for that connection. That's something that was just kind of given to me. You know, and, and it took me a while to put it together. Because at nine years old, it was really scary. You know what I mean? I would be freaked out and I'd have to call my cousin and she'd have to explain. She didn't know. She doesn't have that connection, but she had told me to watch John Edwards. This was ooh, when I was, this was over 22 years ago. So I watched it and that's when I saw, well, okay, then it's, then in case that's what it is, then it's, look, he's able to talk to them and he's helping people. So maybe I'm not crazy. You know what I mean? Because everything started for me when my mom died. Before that, I was pretty normal. The only thing that would happen to me was I would always hear somebody call my name all the time. And that could be a few different things, but you're never supposed to answer that call. If the person's not physically in front of you, you're never supposed to say what or yeah, or because anytime there's been exorcisms like in the Catholic Church, the devil has always said, or the entity that's being, you know, removed has always said, I didn't force myself in, they let me in. And the thing with those entities, it's that they find loopholes. So they trick you and they consider that okay to get in. You know, So if you open the door and there's nobody there, but the doorbell rang, that's another one that you're not supposed to do. If you can't see the person standing at the door, don't open the door. Um, if you say what, when somebody says your name and there's nobody around, that's a way for them to get in. So that's why they've always said, they let me in, they opened the door for me. But it doesn't matter how they do it. You know what I mean? They're sneaky. Um, they're trying to survive. It's, it's a survival thing. They're going to feed off of your light, your energy, your spiritual body, you know? So, um, but after, I mean, other than that, and I used to respond. I used to get really mad because I'd be playing. Um, some people say it's your spirit guides. Some people say, I don't believe that's what it is because your spirit guides will, they don't do anything to, they're there to complement your life, not complicate it, you know? But, um, but after my mom died, oh my God. 
And I remember telling my best friend, my childhood best friend, I remember saying, Lisa, we were at a bowling alley one day. And I was like, I don't know what's happening to me, but I, I know things are going to happen before they happen. And she just looked at me and we never talked about it again. I never repeated that to her. I, I, we just, we didn't know what to say to that because we were young at that time. I was like 11 maybe, but it was already enough was enough. Things were happening that I, and I just wasn't sure if everybody around me didn't have that common sense or how is it that I knew that, and they didn't catch that that was going to happen already. Like, I just couldn't understand how I knew and they didn't, it was so obvious, you know, but it, it wasn't, apparently it's not that, or I was around really unsmart people. And, and I don't think I was, you know, I had a lot of intelligent people around me. So, but, so yesterday, my son has his little friend over, um, and we were talking, and this is like a touchy, you know what I mean? This spiritualism and all this stuff, it's, it's, like, a, it's like the topic of abortion, okay? People, either they demonize you or they're extremely curious, you know, and come on, gypsy. It's not something that people... But even like the lady who did the Reiki, as soon as she saw that all my chakras were closed, except for that one, she's like, well, it's open. And I was like, I, I, I didn't want her to touch it. But then the fear came into me where I was like, what if she's trying to, because then I heard, I have a, I had an experience twice. Okay. And I don't know what I believe. And I don't like to call things an absolute because I don't know. You know what I mean? I can't say for sure. Nobody can. It's great if they have that much confidence, but they, we can't know for sure. But I believe that I have heard Archangel Michael or some kind of male energy outside of my, myself on my right side. You know what I mean? Clearly, it's a very deep voice. Um, and every time it's happened to me, the situation I was in, exactly what I heard came to pass. And it wasn't my thoughts. It wasn't confusing at all. It was a male voice. It had nothing. It was nothing in my head. Um, and because the first time was a very life-threatening moment and I walked away from it, just as I had heard within five minutes of it, um, I find that I cannot doubt that voice. You know what I mean? So I had a situation years later with my husband and the same voice, I heard the same freaking voice. And this time it told me something that was pretty hard to believe. You know what I mean? And this had nothing to do with an affair. It, it was nothing of that nature. This was something so hard for me to take down. But I felt like it was the same voice and I felt like, how am I going to question it? When I almost, I was in the worst position of my life the first time I heard it. And I, and what I heard happened. And it was, it just blew my mind, you know, it was crazy. It blew everybody's mind the way, the turn of events that took place. Um, so, when she, I guess for Reiki, they call in the archangels and I don't know. And so I was listening to her, but something happened to me when she said Archangel Michael, um, it was almost like I saw him walk in and it was like I saw an old friend. It, it was, it was, I'm not saying I'm an angel cause I'm not, I'm just saying that I have a bond with Archangel Michael because at one point I used to be able to connect with him very quickly. And that made me question everything because how come nobody else could do it as quickly as I could? Like I, I would hear him, you know, and I would see him and I would, and then again, when he came in on Friday, oh my God, as soon as I got, as soon as I saw, I saw him. So um, it was almost like I saw an old friend and there was a huge hug that took place and it was crazy. So at the end of it all, when she's like Archangel Michael, when she was whatever she was saying, her tone changed. And I was like, well, what the hell's wrong with her? I didn't feel like she was as wanting to be as helpful as she started off. 
And I'm pretty good at feeling people's energy, okay? Because um, right away she's like, well, who am I to judge? And I was like, judge what? You know, and I, I didn't like, you're trained to do this shit. You should know what you're saying. You're not, you know, you're nobody to judge. You're right. I'm glad you acknowledge that you're nobody because she wasn't. But um, that's when I realized whatever she did, you can do for yourself. You don't need somebody to do that for you. She didn't do anything out of the ordinary. She said a couple prayers. She um, used a couple crystals that I don't work with, but some people do like crystals. I'm sure they do work. I don't know. Um, And that was it. And then everything else was just, I don't know, but I, I didn't feel... Like she did, she didn't tell me any kind of information. Like she wasn't intuitive, so I, there was nothing for me to to kind of back her. Besides the fact that she said my the only thing I had open was my connection to spirit, that did make sense. But she had nothing else to say that was intuitive or anything, and that's okay. I'm sure I did benefit from the experience, you know. But like I said, I don't think it was worth what I paid. And I'm sure that there's other Reiki healers that are much more um, experienced, I guess. But um, it just kind of goes to show, and I only feel this way because since I got into this stuff, I learned how much envy there is in it, in the, in the spiritual community. Nobody wants you to have a stronger gift than they do. Nobody, and if they see it, they'll tell you about it, but they're not going to help you, you know, they're not going to help you kind of open it up. So they kind of leave you to figure it out on your own, which is very dangerous. But it's actually, it's actually the best way to do it. You know what I'm saying? What's wrong, you guys? It is. You know what I mean? You kinda, you're kind of you not jealous of yourself. And I'm telling you, all you have to do is believe in yourself. That's it. Um, I don't work with just pure white light. That's not what I do. And nobody can change that about me because my beliefs are very different about that. I don't think that demons are demons. I think that that is a Christian. Uh, King Solomon was a very Christian perspective. Therefore, of course, he's going to place himself above something of that nature and feel that he can, you know, chain up demons. But nonetheless, he was still working with them. And nonetheless, he got what he wanted from these demons, so-called demons. My view on them is much different. Um, Whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. But again, you can think what you want. I do believe in God. But that's where this topic comes in. Because I believe in God. I went to private school my whole life. I know the Bible. Believe me, I know it very, very well. Okay? My connection with God is very different. Because God and I have had a lot of up close and personals. Because he took my mom. Because I don't understand it. Because, And I don't think in this lifetime I will, I will ever understand him. I don't think that... I don't think I'm, I should be expected to. Okay? But nonetheless, the connection exists. Jesus, his son... I resonate very much with. I love him. Okay? I think he was an extraordinary human being who brought a lot of hope to people. And I think he was one hell of a healer. And I think he was a very brave human being. Very brave soul. I think he, he really is magical. Like, he, he heals, without a doubt. Um, so, by respecting that portion, that aspect of God, I do feel that that's how I give God my respect. But I will never understand him. So I take it very personal when people try to shove that down my throat because it's a very personal, to, every, to each their own, their religion's very personal. But my son has a friend who just came out as bisexual, okay? And this is what pissed me off yesterday. And I hope to God 
that this is not being done to her. Because if it is, I'm going to have to say something because it's in my nature. But I want to know what you guys think because her family, her father used to be a drug addict. He's been clean for about three years. He, um, it's a great, it's a beautiful story. He did it without meetings. He did it without the whole, the, you know, everybody talks about the steps. Well, maybe it's not necessary because I know two people that I've met most recently that have done it without that. So that's great, you know. I do think it helps without a doubt, but you can't rely on other addicts to save you, okay? That's too much pressure on another human being. You have to be able to do it yourself. Anyways, so the mother now is very religious, which is great. I'm sure that she probably, I mean, I can imagine how much she prayed to get her husband clean and sober and whatnot. Well, when the daughter, who's 13, mind you, um, and I knew she was bisexual. I, I saw her and I forgot she did something. And I was like, oh, that little girl's bi. I could tell. And that's fine. But I guess she told her parents because she got very heated about um, the topic of religion. While they were at dinner, she was telling me this yesterday. And that they are trying to shove religion in her face now. And they, they think it's just a phase. And it very much might just be a phase. I don't know. We don't know. I think when a child decides that they're bisexual, I think that that's a pretty big decision. I don't think it's a phase. It's just something, it's a preference, you know? She doesn't mind being intimate with a male or a female. She's only 13. I don't think she's been intimate with either one, but she's open to the idea. Not everybody's open to that, which makes her bisexual. Okay. Then yesterday she receives a phone call while she's here from the, she does the leader groups. She's Christian. She does the little groups and she's the group leader. She's great with kids. This is an amazing little girl. Um, they don't want her to engage in that anymore. And this is, <laughs> I mean, the level of fucking hypocrisy just fucking pissed me off. Because the bitch that I found my husband cheating on me with was one of those every Sunday kind of church girls who would wear her skirts down to her ankles. But she's Christian. So how in the fuck does that make it any better? Do they think that because they go to church every Sunday, God forgives them for the husband that they slept with during the week? I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Nowhere in the commandments does it say you must love the opposite sex, but it does say you don't fuck something that's not yours. <laughs> it does say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it kind of tripped me out. And then now the problem with what she's going through now is that now her mother resents her because of the embarrassment or because she's ashamed of her. And so she feels pushed away. She feels misunderstood. She feels like she doesn't belong. Where in what I just said is that godlike? Where did anything I say sound godlike? Where I mean, where does that sound? Where does that make religion appealing with anything I just said? Because if it does to you, then fuck. Then we're not on the same page because it doesn't to me in any means, by any means. What I heard there was these are people that care about an image that are following a book that was man-made and that will bend it accordingly you know because if it was their child i'm sure the tables would be very different you know what i mean but they're not thinking about the damage they're doing to her you know what i'm saying i don't understand i mean the church is full of perverse and secrets and there's the pastors that are like what are they ex-convicts and i'm not talking shit but i'm saying if they can be open with that what do you think goes on in jail i mean that that's more <laughs> and i've dated a lot of men that have been in prison what do you think goes on in there? And I'm not talking about the sex. I'm talking about the, the politics of it. 
that's it's not very godlike it's nice to have a strong belief in god when you're in there but it's not very godlike the things they have to do to survive in there you know so to come down on this girl and take away from her something that she's very good at doing she can help a lot she's not telling the kids her sexual preference she's not talking she's helping the kids escape from whatever they're going through and she's helping them have a good time in groups whatever it is and they're not going to let her do that anymore so <laughs> It's things like that. That's not a God-driven action. That's a man-made fucking opinion. That's a, a, a personal vendetta. You know, that's something that they don't understand, so they don't want it around. And she's a 13-year-old girl. That 13-year-old girl, she's already scarred. That's it. She already feels discrimination. She already feels dirty for being herself. I don't understand that. I think that now that these kids are going to start high school, a lot of them are going to be going through that. And I think that if you want to bring them closer to God, then that's not the way to do it. And that's just my opinion. But <laughs> I don't see the logic in that. And I, I would love to hear from you. Please, you can email me at badandbruja at iCloud.com or you can text me. Um, if you do call, that's fine. But I don't answer calls unless... Um, I need to know who's calling me because they can get really long. So 310-774-7038. You can text me first and I will set up something if you want to speak with me. But I would love to know what you think because it's actions like that that make people misunderstand God. And it's actions like that that make people think that if they don't have a certain kind of connection with him, then it's not right. And I don't think that anybody here has the right to say what God's connection should look like with each of us. I think it's very unique for everybody. And I think it's wrong to shove it down somebody's throat because <laughs> I guarantee it. If I had the solution and your child was dying, you'd be knocking on my door asking me to do un trabajo. If I could save your child, you would be knocking on my door, right or wrong. I don't think that you would be like, whatever God wants, if your son's about to die and I can switch it, you would want me to do it. Let's not, I mean, if I, I highly doubt that you wouldn't. So, you got to be fair. You know what I mean? She's a great little girl. I think that's wrong. Anyways, love yourself as much as I love you. Alrighty, bye-bye.